You're listening to How to Rock Online Marketing Without Losing Your Cool Podcast, episode number six. Welcome to the How to Rock Online Marketing Without Losing Your Cool Podcast, because keeping your cool is very, very cool. And now your host, who is always cool as a cucumber, Terry Holly. Hello, everybody. This is Terry Holly, and welcome to another episode of How to Rock Online Marketing Without Losing Your Cool Podcast. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for joining me. If you're a return listener, thank you, thank you, thank you. This podcast is produced every week, and show notes are found on my website at hollycreative.com. Please come back often and feel free to add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or I can also be found on iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at Holly Creative. Now let's get into the show. So how is your October going? You know, this is college application season in many households, including mine. But thankfully, we are one and done. I only have one child to send to college, hopefully only one time. <laughs> Nevertheless, this has been a pretty, pretty busy couple of months. I, You know, I seriously don't remember having to do all of this when I applied to college 30 years ago. You've got to have a resume. You've got to have letters of recommendation. You have to have stellar extracurriculars. I mean, it's really, really crazy. Anyway, we have four applications out. We have six more to go. It'll be four if I have anything to do with it, but it'll probably be six. <laughs> I'll keep you posted on that. But you know, the process has been really, really enlightening. I honestly think that I should write a book about this or maybe start a blog. I mean it. I mean it. I'm serious. But the one thing that I've done a lot of, I'm not sure about my daughter, but I know I have, is visiting each and every one of these websites that college and universities have. I mean, you're always having to constantly go back and forth to get a question answered, to confirm a deadline, to find out what kind of test scores they need. Um, So I literally have probably visited about 20 or 30 different websites for different colleges and universities. And as an online marketing professional, I have the distinct pleasure... (laughs) of evaluating each and every website I go to. And it's really been interesting. Some of these sites are really, really well done. And some of them need a lot of work. And you know, to be honest with you, it tells you a lot about the institution. So this week, I just happened to visit Princeton University's website. And I noticed that they are beginning work on a website redesign. And what really, really impressed me was that their Office of Communications posted a notice on their website, noting that last week, a small percentage of their visitors started receiving a pop-up notice asking them to voluntarily identify themselves. Were they an undergraduate student, a faculty member, a prospective graduate student, a job seeker, so forth? And they're going to be using this data from anonymous sources to determine how members of various groups use and navigate their website. 
And they're also putting together an advisory committee of faculty, students, and staff, along with university community members. Um, And all of these individuals will be able to influence the direction of this website redesign. So kudos to Princeton University for getting input before embarking on a website redesign. Not too many businesses do that. And it was really impressive to see this. And I have no doubt that their new website will not only be spectacular, but it'll be something that really serves their community. So now let's move on to today's topic. And today we are talking about things your website visitors will never, ever ask or tell you. That's right, folks. There might be things that your website visitor may never, ever ask or tell you because A, they may be way too nice. B, they probably will never, ever meet you in person. And C, they may be way too nice. (laughs) So kind of think of this as a quick guide for making your website a little bit more user-friendly. So the first thing that your website visitors will never ask or tell you is that this is way too much for me to read. Your website copy might be the best thing since sliced bread, but it will never ever compete with short attention spans. Website visitors will give you about seven to 10 seconds to convey your benefit, your offer, how you solve their needs, what distinguishes you from the competition. Seven to 10 seconds. If you can't grab their attention in seven to 10 seconds, they're gonna be on their way to somebody else's website. So make sure you keep things short and to the point. The second thing that website visitors will never ever ask or tell you is, wait, why did I come here? Having copy on your website that is not consistent with search terms used to find you or what a visitor thought you offered is the perfect recipe for brand confusion. You want to make sure that all your messaging is consistent across all communication channels, search engines, social media. So when people hit your site, there's absolutely no mistaking who you are, what you offer, and how you can help them. The third thing that your website visitors will never ask or tell you is, this is boring. The very last thing you want is a I would rather watch paint dry website. And with today's technological advances, there are plenty of ways to make your website fun, interactive, and engaging. Use polls, videos, Make sure to have an eye-pleasing layout to make your users want to stay. You know, with a little creativity, anything is possible. The fourth thing that your website visitors will never, ever ask or tell you is, when was this website designed? In the 1990s? The curse of the outdated website. Hedging your bets, thinking no one will notice? resist the temptation. An outdated website will stick out like a sore thumb. So if it's time to update, do it now. And a new design can do wonders for a website. It'll help you increase your popularity 
And if your site isn't doing well in search, it can help you there as well. The fifth thing that your website visitors will never ever ask or tell you is, you got me on your site, now what? When people visit your website, remember that you're the boss. Take control, lead them to do something, take some kind of action, call you, buy something, join your email list. The goal is to get them to take a next step and to make that next step easy. They should not want to leave your site just because they finished reading something. They should leave the site once they've done something that you're aiming for. And the sixth thing that your website visitors will never ever ask or tell you is, okay, I see you're popular. So what? So you've been in business for 20 years. You have accolades and awards all over your homepage. You've even met the president. Impressive. That's wonderful, but how does this help your prospect? Website copy that converts well shares a lot less about you and much more about your prospect. Think of ways to speak directly to your audience. And the seventh thing that your website visitors will never ever ask or tell you is who else has done business with this company? Consumers trust other consumers. Your visitors will almost always expect social proof, especially today. And your website serves as the best place to build trust and credibility. If you haven't done so already, make sure to gather a few testimonials from happy clients. And if you place small pictures next to these testimonials, that's even better. And place these on your website. It's easy to do. And your happy customers will be pleased to help. And the eighth and final thing that your website visitors will never ever ask or tell you is, my finger is much too big to click this link. Smartphones and tablets are outpacing laptops and PCs as the preferred method of surfing the web. So you want to make sure that your website is optimized for mobile viewing. And you can do this one of two ways. You can use adaptive design which involves creating a separate and unique template that is specific for certain devices, or you can use responsive design. And this involves creating a website that changes its shape to adapt to different devices. Either way is fine. And it's not only great for user experience, it also helps with search engine optimization. So there you go. That's right, folks. There might be things that your website visitor may never ever ask or tell you because A, they're way too nice. B, they probably will never ever meet you in person. Or C, they're way too nice. So I hope this information was helpful. And if you're thinking about redesigning your website, I've got a great freebie for you this week. It's called the ultimate checklist for building a new or redesigned website. It includes more than two dozen tips you definitely want to read before you get started. And you can get the freebie by going to hollycreative.com forward slash website. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of How to Rock Online Marketing Without Losing Your Cool Podcast. Do me a favor. If you love what you heard today, please leave me a review on iTunes, share this podcast with a friend, and please visit my website at hollycreative.com for more free information on how to grow your business. This has been Terry Holly. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you right back here next week. 